Welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please welcome your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show, the only internet radio show dedicated to giving you real solutions to improve your health. Not only are they real solutions, but they're natural solutions as well, because as you know, the one and only true wealth you have is your health. I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc, and I'm committed to helping you find the root cause of your health problem, fix the cause with natural treatments so you can feel normal again and live your life to the fullest. Just a quick bit of housekeeping before I introduce today's special guest. I'm happy to announce my first book is now in print. The title is Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again, Fixing the Root Cause of Your Fatigue with Natural Treatments. I've discovered 14 root causes of fatigue. I like to call them the fatigue factors. And in this book, I explain eight of the 14. I've had some amazing feedback on how easy it is to read and understand. It's not full of technical doctory language like most books written by doctors are. And of course, the book also includes my own personal fatigue story, along with four other stories from real fatigue cases from my private practice. It's available in paperback and Kindle form, so if you'd like a copy, you can find it on Amazon or on my website, www.drcarry.com. That's it for our housekeeping, so let's get started. I'm very excited about this week's show because my special guest is someone that I greatly admire. Her name is Heather Rampola. Let me tell you a little bit about Heather. Heather is host of Fresh Eats Radio. She is also the creator of Fresh Eats Seasonal Detoxes and a loving approach to stubborn weight loss. She's an author, podcaster, speaker, and a coach. She helps busy moms, wives, and entrepreneurs get rid of overwhelm when trying to eat healthy. Kind of like when you have to deal with picky eaters or fitting in real healthy foods when you're living a busy schedule. Through her courses and episodes, she teaches you how to love the body you're in by easily adding in more of the good stuff so you can look, so you can look good and feel great. Heather, thank you so much for being my special guest today on this episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. Oh my gosh, Dr. Carey, it is such an honor and pleasure to be here today. Heather, I'd love first if you could share a little bit about your story, because I know you, you just like a lot of us, live a, a very busy life and a busy schedule. So how did you get into healthy eating? <laughs> I was a mess. It was actually something that kind of just fell my way. I wasn't actively seeking like, okay, I'm ready to change now. Um, at the time, this is about five plus years ago, I was working in a corporate position and I was very aggressively going up the chain after promotion, after promotion. And during the mix of all that, I also happened to be, I fell in love and I got married and I married a man who had two daughters. So instantly I became um, set mom to two daughters overnight. And um, it was just a lot on my plate. And then to add to that, we were also um, homeschooling them. So it was a lot of different hats that I was wearing. And in the mix of it, my husband was starting to experience some health concerns. And through his research, he decided that he wanted to change 
his diet. And for me, it was a, a particular diet that he chose that felt so extreme. <laughs> and this was like right after we got married that I, I jokingly, although I'm joking about it now at the time, I was really wondering, you know, were we joining a cult because it was just that far out. And w the diet that he wanted to try was just raw foods. And the, the way of thinking of not using your stove or not cooking foods was just, I felt like I didn't have hands to make um, or prepare meals anymore. Um, so he was really, really excited about it. And I absolutely was not. And I tried everything in my book as a wife to try to get out of that, um, that way of eating. And I begged, I cried, you know, I told him how stressful it would be and I wouldn't be able to handle it. And then he just said, you know what, honey, it's perfectly okay. You know, you don't have to do this. It's totally your choice, but this is something that I want to do for myself. So I'm more than happy to go ahead and make the meals that I need to make. And you just keep on doing what you want to do. And when he put it that way, I was like, dang it, <laughs> you know, because I thought, well, if he gives me a choice and there's nothing to fight anymore. So the deal was, is that we were going to try this as an experiment for three months. And I really thought that there would be absolutely no way that he would be able to do this for three months. So I really didn't think that it was going to be a problem. Well, the thing was, is he actually did it for more than three months. But during those three months, I actually fell in love with eating more fresh foods. Um, and, and prior to that, I was a junk food addict. I was, I mean, I lived off of coffee and like candy or like donuts because there always seemed to be donuts in the office or somebody would bring in some kind of sweet treat. Um, and I was just too busy during the day to eat. I would you know, I wouldn't, as a manager, I wouldn't eat lunch until everybody else ate lunch. And I kept using the, this mantra basically of my life that I was just too busy. I was too busy to do anything for myself. Um, and so during this three month period, I changed like, and I didn't realize it right away until I went on vacation. And, you know, when you're on vacation, you take pictures, and you actually look at yourself in the in the photos and i was like oh my god i look so different i look vibrant i like my hair was just luscious and my skin was beautiful and here i am i used to suffer from adult acne um and people were starting to approach me and go oh my gosh heather like what is different about you? Like, tell me what spa are you going to? Or like, what cream are you using? Like, that's how dramatic it was for people. And it was the first time in my life that I was able to lose weight effortlessly. And so I'm not promoting a raw food diet. But what I do promote is adding more of the fresh foods in um, on a day to day basis, because I think many of us know that we what foods we're supposed to eat. We know we're not supposed to be drinking sodas or eating donuts. We know that, but it's learning how to add in more fruits and veggies in a way that fits our current lifestyle. So that's just a little bit of my background on how I got to where I am today. So Heather, I wanted to ask you because a lot of our listeners, including myself, we know the right things that we should be doing but it gets really hard to implement uh, healthy eating. Yes. And 
And, and so like, I'm, I'm not any different from any of our listeners out there. And, you know, I struggle with healthy eating too. And I, and I try my best. And I would say at this point this year, I'm eating much better than I did at this point last year. So it's always like a constant progression, but can you give our listeners and me any tips about how can we incorporate more fresh, healthy foods into our busy schedules? Yes. I mean, my philosophy that I really, truly strongly believe is that there's two aspects to it. There's one, which is the mindset, and then there's the other, which is the actual foods that you eat. And I think that you need both of them in order to be successful. And I think if you only focus on one, that you won't be successful. Um, And and I just want to stress that the mindset is probably the first thing that I would recommend that you take a look at. Um, For example, I think that there is part of us that maybe wants to rebel to this idea of eating healthier foods because we are comfortable in the spot that we're at as far as the foods that we know and love. So this part, the other part of us that wants to be mishealthy um, and is gung-ho about change is going to have some what's the word I'm looking for resistance because there's another part that we're not listening to. And so I think the first step is just to honor and acknowledge the part of you that says, I really don't want to eat healthy foods because I really love these foods. I love my bread. I love, you know, whatever it is, my routine of getting a Starbucks in the morning and a pastry or whatever that is for you. And I think when we first just acknowledge that voice inside of us that's saying that, it makes the journey a lot easier. And so what I recommend is that you actually talk to that part of you who is rebelling to this idea of eating healthy and say, look, you know, I know that you love these foods and I know that this is something new, but I also know that there's part of you that wants to make a difference. And so why don't we just try something different? And I'm not saying that you can't ever have the foods that you love, but let's just try adding in some of the good stuff. So having like this conversation with yourself would be the first step that I would recommend. And then as far as like what to do to eat healthier, I don't think that it should be something that we do as a sense of punishment. Like, um, you know, when we think of eating healthy, sometimes we're just programmed to think carrots and apples or it has to be boring and the food's not going to taste as good. And I, I think if you try just to come at it from an aspect of this can be fun and this can be simple, um, I think that is extremely helpful to the success long term. Now, one of the things that uh, I mentioned in your bio is about picky eaters. Yes. And, and, and I'll say that my husband is a picky eater. And although he's he's light years away from how terrible it used to be, you know, we've been married 18 years and he, his eating habits are much better. He's more willing to try new different foods. But do you have any recommendations for those of us that have picky eaters, whether they're our husband or our kids? <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are the two, the kids and the husband. I'm not sure which one's worse, honestly. <laughs> okay, so I have two picky eaters of my own, which are my two stepdaughters. And it can be a little bit challenging because, you know, they have, um, you know, rules with their bio mom and foods that they eat over there. And I can't control that. And 
The thing is, is that what I've noticed with working with ladies is sometimes we use our picky eaters as excuse, as an excuse for not making changes in our life and the changes that we want. And so I recognize that it can be a little bit demotivating when we are making the effort to eat differently and our spouse or our children have complaints or comments. But the thing is, is that you can only control yourself. They are totally different beings and have their own decision-making to do. And it's our responsibility to take care of our body and to, and it's really our responsibility to educate our, our members in our home of why it is that we're doing this and giving them a choice. So we can't force them to eat differently, but we can't, we do have a lot of control as females. Typically we are the one who goes shopping and we can control what foods come into the house. We are the ones that actually make the meals. So we do have a lot of control, but we don't have um, control over somebody else's choices. So I think just knowing that and don't let somebody else stop you from doing the things that you desire. And if you can focus on yourself first, the people around you in your home are going to see the differences that happen as a result. And they're probably going to want some of that. And when, when it's not forced on somebody, like I was explaining in my example, my story, then it's a lot easier because there's nothing to fight. So if they see you making something that's got healthy foods in it or vegetables and they actually go, Oh my God, that really smells good. Can I try it? And you're like, sure. Like there's no pressure of forcing them. You have to eat this because I'm eating healthy. And that means you have to change too. Um, so I hope that helps. I mean, of course we can go really deep into this topic if you want. Um, I'm just not sure how much time we have on today's episode. So <laughs> yeah, we might have to schedule a part two for, for everything that I really want to fit in. Um, so Heather, next I wanted to talk to you about, um, detoxing, because I know that's a, as a big part of your program. Yes. And as this podcast, um, is airing, it's right after all the big holidays, right after Thanksgiving and Christmas, Hanukkah, um, Kwanzaa, New Year's, all of the big ones. Do you have any recommendations for us that want to do a post holiday detox? Yes, the post-holiday detox is so much fun. Um, and the thing that's quite different about this detox is that we're doing this with a, a community of ladies, a group of ladies. And I think when we have the support of others that are doing it with us, there's just something about it that makes it easier and more fun because you're not doing it alone. And you're kind of immersing yourself into this atmosphere that says, even if I normally eat like eggs, which I know is kind of crappy, I'm actually just kind of going through a little bit of training with other people on how to make healthy foods. And they are seasonal foods too, which is like just an added plus. So not only are we eating clean whole foods, we're eating clean whole foods that are pertinent to that season. Um, but yes, the post-holiday detox is it's such a natural time to incorporate a detox. And when we hear the word detox, I know some of us might think, oh my gosh, that sounds really, really scary. But it simply is adding in um, the good foods. And it's not like there's any green powders or any fasting. And 
the people that go through the detox, they're always so surprised to know that they weren't hungry, they weren't deprived, they actually loved the food, even though they were really hesitant to begin with. And we're talking about, you know, like meat and potatoes type of eating. And in the ladies that go through this, they're also when they're, um, you know, they feed their family and they're just so happy to know that many of the recipes that their kids and their husbands were like, you know what, this is really good. I could totally do this long term. Now, Heather, what is your most favorite, let's say, a smoothie recipe to use as a detox? Yeah, I mean, it's based per season. So I have different smoothies that I do per season. Um, as far as the winter time, I love to use pomegranates. Um, those are very antioxidant and, um, oranges. So those two ingredients are really, really good in a green smoothie. Um, and you can throw in some, um, kale because that's also seasonal, but if that's too, um, strong or bitter for you, you can absolutely use spinach. And sometimes you can't even taste the fact that there's greens in there. And what kind of liquid do you like to put in your smoothies? Yes. I mean, I absolutely love coconut water and it is so nutritional, but some people don't like that. So you can also use dairy-free nut milks. So I like to use almond milk is a good one um, that I like to use. It's one of my favorites. And in your post-holiday detox, besides something like a smoothie, what other tips can you give our listeners? Yeah, I think when it comes to every day, when we think about changing our health, it's kind of like, oh my gosh, we freeze. Because we're used to thinking about, at least for me, it was like boxed pastas. Like I could always come up with something if I had a wrap or a pasta or like, you know, ravioli or... um lasagna. Like I always thought in the words of pasta for dinner, like there had to be some sort of that. So when it comes to adding in more fresh fruits and vegetables, and maybe you're trying to get away from that, you can actually use veggies to make those pastas. And so if you can change that frame of mind, it can really create a new world for you when it comes to eating clean whole foods that don't involve um, the boxed process stuff. For example, instead of using a traditional wrap, you can actually use a collard green as the base to make the wrap because the leaf is so big. And so there's some um, ways to use collard wraps in a way that doesn't taste bitter. Like when you think collard, you think, oh my God, that's got to be really bitter, but that's not the case. And in fact, I have a recipe that I think the whole family will love that uses collard wraps as the base. So that's one example. Or like rice, instead of using traditional rice, you can actually um, process a cauliflower, a head of cauliflower into a rice consistency and cook that on the stovetop to warm it up. And it's not bitter and it tastes really good. And my husband doesn't even notice whether I'm using real rice or um, cauliflower rice. So those are just a couple examples. I have done that with cauliflower and you're, you're right. It is really good. And then the other thing that I've done too, is I've, uh, mashed it up. Like I would do mashed potatoes. Yes. It is so good. Yeah. And, and people, people don't even know that that's actually cauliflower. I know not until you tell them afterwards. Oh, so I wanted to ask you, Heather, because we all know that we should be eating more vegetables in our diet and, and I'm going to, I'm going to, let the cat out of the bag here. I really don't like eating vegetables personally. And, and I'm the functional medicine doc. I should be doing, you know, so 
can you give us some ideas of how we should how we can get more vegetables in our diet because i i think what the recommended i think what they recommend is you know at least six servings of vegetables a day i i think the recommendation is like we we should be getting nine servings of vegetables a day yeah i mean i guess the first question would be is what vegetables don't you like dr carey what vegetables i guess i guess it, it it is more of the bitter tasting vegetables. Okay. Well, there are ways to get around that bitterness taste and it has to do with the way that you prepare them. And that's something that I actually train people who go on the seasonal detoxes on how to do that. And so that's what I'm saying. Like if I would give it another try because we might think that we don't like certain foods or vegetables, but when you have a recipe that really makes them taste delicious, it can really open your world to great recipes and eating more fresh fruits and vegetables. Like I have people, one of the ladies who just went through the detox, she's like, you know, I wasn't really sure when I saw the recipe that had um, leeks and Brussels sprouts, but let me tell you when I had it, it was so good. And so they're they're surprised. Um, So I think it's finding a recipe that actually makes it taste good. And, but then also if there's certain vegetables that, you know, you just don't like, don't try to force yourself to like them. Just focus on the ones that you love. Because again, we're not trying to punish ourselves. We're actually trying to make this fun and enjoyable and something that we can actually do in our life. Yeah. And then I guess the other thing that I struggle with and I, and I'm assuming, and I'm just using myself as an example, because I'm assuming there's thousands of other people that are out there that are having these same struggles is that I I get bored of the vegetables yeah. also. Yeah. And uh, and it just seems to be so time consuming also. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be boring and it definitely doesn't have to be time consuming. Like that is one of the things that I love because I'm not a Susie homemaker type and I don't love to do like a bunch of recipes. Although sometimes the inkling comes over me. We're like, I just want to try this new recipe. Most of the time it's like five o'clock rolls around. I'm like, Oh, you know, dinner. But the truth is it really takes me 15 to 20 minutes to create a really delicious dinner using fresh vegetables. Um, and as far as the variety goes, The thing that I love to do is use spices. Like that is the number one thing that I can say because you can make so many different dishes by changing the spices. So whether it's curry or chili or like um, if you want to use cinnamon and make it a little bit sweet with some orange, fresh orange juice instead of using sugar, for example, like some of these um, veggies really complement well with some of the sweeter flavors that are out there, like the cinnamon or some stevia and some orange juice, for example. So definitely it does not have to be born. And I would just challenge you to reframe that that thought process. One, I'll give you a secret that I use as far as variety and flavor. Um, because I wasn't always somebody who was a natural in the kitchen. I was terrified about mixing different ingredients together. Um, and that comes, that goes kind of into my teenage years when I was still at home and my stepdad, he was an amazing chef and just naturally had it. Whereas I didn't. So I found this book and it has been my little secret weapon ever since that's called the flavor Bible. And so let's say I just open the fridge and I have one ingredient that I just want to say, okay, well, what goes well with this ingredient? Say like acorn squash. And I flip through to this, the acorn squash in the book. And it tells me all kinds of different flavors that go well with it. And these are things that I typically have on hand. Um, so I just start with maybe three of those and I put it onto the stovetop 
or in the oven and it's just a simple dinner and that's a great way to get great tasting flavor <laughs> without the failed flops of trying to figure it out on your own and um it can just it really can be simple it doesn't have to be difficult you know, I, I'm going to tell you that you just helped me right there big time because I am the kind of person that needs to have a recipe. And and if I have a recipe, you know, that'll be fine. I'll I'll follow the recipe. I'll be able to cook everything. Everything will be good. But I've, I'm not the kind of a cook that's just going to whip something off of the top of my head. Right. So, so thank you for the, the tip on the book, the Flavor Bible, because I think I know that's going to help me and a bunch of our listeners out there. Because I think that's part of it, too, is that we just get stuck and, and we don't know what to do with it. Absolutely. There's definitely I struggle with the fear of like, what if I do if I screw this up? And that is a great tool to use to kind of open up this idea of creativity without the failure, you know, that, oh, crap, you know, I'm going to serve a dinner and I'm going to get complaints from everybody and I just can't deal with it. So, yeah, that'll definitely save the listeners for sure. So Heather, I wanted to ask you because you are such a healthy eater and a rock star out there, what do you eat for breakfast? Yeah, I mean, it changes based on how I feel, but I like to definitely keep it simple. So one of the things that I do um, to make sure that I, at any time, if I need something quick that it's done is I create green drink packs, which can either be a green juice, like the ingredients for green juice or the ingredients for a green smoothie. And I make them ahead of time and I'll throw it in the freezer. That way I can just pull out a green drink pack and put it into my blender versus, you know, that time when you wake up and you're just like looking for something quick or fast, or maybe you open the fridge and you're staring at it for five minutes. And even if you know you want to make a smoothie, you're not really sure what ingredients to pull because you're still waking up. Um, so all the ingredients I need are already grouped together and, and in a freezy bag. So I just pulled it out, dump it, add some liquids and it's ready. But sometimes I don't want something that's cold. So, um, I also, um, I'll say like, sometimes I want chocolate for breakfast. So I have this recipe that's, um, chocolate, they're chocolate cookies, but they're made with tahini and they're flourless and they're also um, sugar-free. So sometimes I'll have one or two of those small little cookies and I know that I'm getting a fat and a protein um, and it's very filling and very quick. So those are some of the two things that I do currently. Those sound really good. So my next question for you is in the kitchen, what is your most used um, gadget or appliance? What is the one thing that you absolutely cannot live without? That is such a hard question because I've fallen in love with all of them. <laughs> My husband loves to buy me gadgets on Amazon. He's like a little bit of an addict on that. Um, so it works out really great, but I'm having a hard time finding space for all of them now. But if I had to pick just one, it would have to be the Vitamix because I could either do a smoothie in that. I can make my sauces in that. I can make salad dressings and I can also even make a juice out of it um, because I can strain it. So I can blend it and then strain it and just get the liquids out as well. So if it had to be just one, it would have to be the Vitamix. Yeah, you can you can do pretty much anything and everything with a Vitamix, even make ice cream. Yeah, my husband loves the banana ice cream, most definitely. And Heather, my last question for you is, what is the one book that has most implemented and uh, implemented? What is the one, <laughs> one book that has most impacted your life? 
Oh, the one book. Now, this is not necessarily food related, but I do think it can apply to this interview. And I would say it would be The Artist Way, um, which is a book about and reinstilling that sense of creativity that we were born with. And it kind of gets you to go back to this voice of the inner critic through different creative exercises. And um, for example, one of those exercises is called the morning pages where you write three pages and kind of just brain dump the things that are there in your head. Because I think many times we have a negative voice that's always telling us that we're not good enough or that we're not beautiful. And when we finally are aware of that, we can really hold the power to change our life. And that includes our diet. It includes going after the desires that we long for. Um, so that has definitely been the most powerful thing um, as far as a book in my life and that I continue to use today and also um, use some of those exercises with my clients. Oh, I like that. I'm going to have to pick that one up. It really is amazing. Now, Heather, we're running low on time. How can our listeners find out more about you? Yeah, you can come on over to my website, heatherrampola.com. And on my website, you can find recipes and you can get resources and you can join a community for free. Um, but you can also sign up on the email list and I will send you free like cooking training on how to get these fruits and vegetables into your life in a way that's really simple and fun. Because for me, if it's not those two things, it's just not going to happen. I agree. As long as we make it simple and fun, it's, it's more attainable for, for all of us. Definitely. Heather, I want to thank you so much for being my special guest today. This was an awesome interview. Well, thank you. It's been so much fun. I wish I had more time to really get deep into these topics, but I hope everybody had a, um, some value into this. Well, we'll have to schedule a part two so we can get deeper into some of this. Okay, that sounds great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, that wraps up this very special episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show with Heather Rampola. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. And I'd like to invite you back next week for another great episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please tell your friends about the Functional Medicine Radio Show, and we'll see you next week with more from Dr. Carrie.